Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformations Podcast. So, we're going to start part two right now. Please listen to the first episode of First Samuel before listening to this. Okay, we're going to get right back to it. In chapter eight, Samuel became old. Therefore, Samuel appointed his sons to be Israel's leaders, but they did not follow his ways. Instead, they went after dishonest gain, accepted bribes, and perverted justice in verses 1 through 3. Because of this, they cannot serve God anymore. The Israelites wanted a king to lead them, just like the other nations did, and it displeased Samuel. Verses 4 to 6. I shouldn't want to be like anyone else or compare myself to others. It should be an honor that I am chosen to be set apart for God, even if it's something that I do not want or desire in life. Even if it's a season that I do not want or like, if it's in God's will, it must be my focus and honor. God told Samuel the following in verses 7 through 9. And the Lord told him, listen to all the people, listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you they have rejected, but they had rejected me as their king. Verse 8, as they had done from the day I brought them out of Egypt to this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they were doing to you. Verse 9, now listen to them, but warn them solemnly and let them know that what the king who will reign over them will claim as their rights. End quote. Samuel told them the words and warnings that will come from God in verses 10 through 17. Israelite will cry for relief from the king God has chosen, but God would not answer them that day verse 18 it is extremely crucial to be careful what we ask for it may seem nice but it's really not that is why it's crucial to ask for god's will and trust that god's way is the best way because god knows everything and is trustworthy anyways the israelites refused to listen and still insisted for a king verses 19 and 20 god will give the israelites what they asked for and give them a king verse 22 this is why I'm so scared to ask for what I want at times, but but many times it is the wrong thing. I must seek God and have desires, but make God my ultimate and true focus in life. Saul was chosen king in chapter 9. Saul was handsome and tall, verse 2. I believe that this man that was discussed is Samuel. They consider him a man of God, highly respected, and everything that he says comes true. Verses 6 and 14. Once people live a life of Christ, while following Christ, you would not be ordinary, and people would notice something that only God can bring out of you. I love that Samuel did... did, I love that Samuel wanted... (laughs) Sorry. To give something to Samuel... I love that Saul wanted to give something to Samuel rather than just take from him. Verse 7. It is crucial to not just take from God or to come to God empty-handed. God didn't tell Samuel why why he was asked to anoint Saul ruler over his people. Or why and how Saul will deliver them from the hands of the Philistines. Verse 16. God is not going to always tell us the details, but expects us to have blind faith and trust in him verse 17 i love how god heard and addressed the israelites cries verse 16 god does the exact same for us as well saul was very humble at first especially in verse 21 saul answered but am i not a benjamite from the strongest tribe of israel 
And is not my clan the least of all the clans of Benjamin? Why do you say, why do you say such a thing to me? End quote. In chapter 10, Samuel obeyed, the cl- Samuel obeyed God and anointed Saul's head and anointed Saul ruler. Verse 1. God's spirit will be powerful on Saul. He'll be able to prophesy and be changed to a new person. Verse 6. God completed his signs and God will be with him. In verse 7. Each of us as believers have the same benefits except for prophecy. We do not need to do that. The Bible is completely completed already and God said what he needed to say. God talks about the dangers of adding and subtracting from his word in Deuteronomy 4 2 and Revelation 22 18 to 19. Either way when God enters your life we will be changed forever. I remember getting baptized on October 8, 2017. Committing sins after that never gave me the same satisfaction or false satisfaction it did before my salvation in Christ Jesus. Jesus changed my life forever, and I'm so grateful. Anyways, God changes Saul's heart. The Spirit of God came powerfully on him, and he, and he prophesied with the prophets who met him. Verses 9-11 through 11. Saul came to Samuel to find his donkeys and to speak to Samuel, but God granted him the gift of kingship. Verses 14-16 through 16. The Israelites wanting a human king instead of God being the king was a rejection and sin against God, verse 19. And even after the Israelites getting what they wanted, Saul as king, some scoundrels doubted Saul, despised him, and brought him no gifts, verse 27. This is one of the reasons why it is not smart to go against God for people. We cannot please everyone, and you will destroy the relationship with God and your testimony with others at the same time ruining their lives. Saul, in chapter 11, rescues the Israelites from Jabesh, verses 1-11. Saul was confirmed as king in verses 12-15. to I love how Saul did not take justice into his own hands when the people doubted him being their king, verses 12-13. to It is best to let some matters go, overlook offenses, and love people freely. I also love how Saul was angry when people were going against God. Verse 6. I love when I mentioned that the punishment will be done to anyone who does not follow Saul and Samuel. Verse 7. It is crucial to respect our leaders as long as they are not telling us to do anything that, that is against God. In, verse, in chapter 11. I love how humble and lack of self-righteous Samuel was. He asked if he did anything wrong to anyone, and if he did, he was willing to make it right. Verses 1-3 through three. I love how the people testified that Samuel did not do those things in verse 4. I want to be known as someone who is righteous and humble. It is really incredible. Samuel really strived to live in order to please God. I believe his parents had a tremendous role in that. Also God as well. I love how Samuel mentioned that God appointed Moses and Aaron, verse 6. That is a total contrast of people asking and insisting that God gives them a king. This is why it is extremely vital to ask for God's will in our lives instead of for what we want. If we want what God wants and surrender our wants to God, life will be so much easier and better. I love how Samuel describes the amazing miracles God has done for them in the past, verses 6-11, to and acknowledge how it was wrong for them to ask how it's wrong for them to ask God to give them a king after all he has done. Verses 12 
through 13 and 17. Samuel instructed them to fear the Lord and serve and obey him, to not rebel against God's commands, that the people in the cane need to do that, and if they do not, there will be serious consequences, and God's hand will be against them in verses 14 to 15. Samuel called to God for him to send thunder and rain. God did it, and the people were amazed. Verses 17 to 18. I love how the people responded for Samuel to pray for them and for them not to die. Verse 19. Samuel ended with the following words. Verse 20. Do not be afraid, Samuel replied. You have done all this evil, yet do not turn away from the Lord, but serve the Lord with your whole heart. Verse 21. Do, do not turn away after useless idols. They can do you no good, nor can they rescue you, because they are useless. Amen. Verse 23. As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you, and I will teach you the way that is good and right. Verse 24. Be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart and consider the great things he has done for you. Verse 25. Yet if you persist in doing evil, both you and your king will perish. Chapter 13 is when things hit the worst for Saul. Saul was commanded not to take the burnt offering, but he did it anyways in verse 9. One of the reasons for how he acted was because Saul did not come at the set time. Verses 8, 11, and 12. It doesn't matter. There are times that I can relate to this. I'll be so focused on what others are doing and on God's time that if it does not happen when I think it's supposed to happen, I go off course. I go off course and I do my own thing. That is one of the worst things I could ever do because my heart departed from God's will and not placed on a desire that would never sustain me. What Saul did was a big mistake because of the following consequences occurred. Verse 13. You have done a foolish thing, Samuel said. You have not command, kept the command the Lord your God gave you. And if you had, he would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. Verse 14. But your kingdom would not endure. The Lord has sought after a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. I also believe Saul reacted to the people's fear and scattering. Verses 7 through 8. This is one of my anchor verses. 1 Corinthians 15 58. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that the, your labor in the Lord is not in vain. In chapter 14, Jonathan, son of Saul, went to attack the Philistines and God granted him success in killing some 20 men. Verses 1 through 14. I love that, I love that the armor bearer told Jonathan that he is with him heart and soul. That is really cool. Verse 7. That is how I want to be with my relationship with God and my spiritual leaders. I need to be surrendered and obedient as long as it's nothing that is against God. God struck panic and confusion with the Philistines, verses 15 to 20, 15 and 20, and granted Israel salvation and success as well, verse 23. Saul bonded people to an oath not to eat food before evening came. But it caused the Israelites to have distress. Verse 27. Jonathan had honey, but he did not hear about the all Saul made. Verses 27 to 28. 
It seemed like to me that Jonathan did not agree with his father's oath and advice. Verse 29. It is amazing that Saul built an altar to the Lord for the first time. Verse 20, 35. And inquired the Lord if he should pursue the Philistines and if God would deliver them into Israel's hand. Verse 37. Then Saul proceeds to find out if anyone sinned. Verses 38, 39, 41 through 45. His loyalty to God will even be against his son if it needs to be verse 38 verses 38 43 and 44 i love that building god's god an altar inquiring from god looking for sins and of course a plan of repentance is crucial saul found out that jonathan ate the honey give me one second Saul found out that Jonathan ate the honey and Saul was willing to kill Jonathan and Jonathan was willing to die. I love how they took sin seriously and was willing to do whatever it takes in order to get right with God. Jonathan's life was spared in verse 45. I will also say that Saul actually looked at everyone else's sins instead of his own. Um, you know, ju you know, just by him, you know, being impulsive of making that oath. Of saying, hey, you know, you guys do not eat. And just also just not him looking at himself like he looked at other people. So that was something else that I got from that as well. So thank you so much for listening to Transform Aisha's podcast. And I will continue to do the next part in the next podcast episode. Thank you. Bye for now.